Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast. I hope you're doing well. I'm really looking forward to talking to you today, and I'm sure it's going to be a great episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. And hey, just as a reminder, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you like what you heard, feel free to share this with your friends and family, and make sure you send me a message. Let me know what you thought. Make sure you you let me know if there's something I could have done better or something you'd like to hear me talk about. If something stuck out and you really appreciated it, let me know that as well. You can find me on Facebook, Kevin Blaney. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'm all over the place, but hey, reach out to me. Send me a text. Give me a phone call. I'd love to hear from you. Guys, let's get on with the show. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Glad to have you here. So wanted to jump into a conversation here with you and... Um, it's something that's been on my mind here for a little while and thought that we might go ahead and uh, talk about something. You know, I was looking online and it appears that once again, this whole narrative of wearing masks is being pr- uh, pushed on the American people. We have people here in the schools, Fairmont State's talking about it. Uh, at first it was, well, we, we need to wear the masks uh, to slow the spread. We're going to quarantine ourselves and we're going to slow the spread uh, then that just became, well, we, we got to wear these masks, you know, we got to, we got to do our part to slow the spread or to, you know, flatten the curve or whatever it was. And, and somehow here it is a year and a half or a year and three quarters later, and we're still looking essentially at being right where we were before. In fact, I think some people are doubling and tripling down on this. And it's starting to get really absurd. It really is. You know, I I understand that when people get into bad situations, they want to do something that makes them feel as though they're in control. This whole situation with the virus makes people feel out of control. It worries them. They watch the news and they are convinced that they're going to kill grandma by going out to order a pizza and going out to pick that up and not wearing their mask uh, they, they just feel like they're going to kill somebody by going out on the road or by going to the Walmart or whatever it might be. They, they feel that they're putting other people at risk when they go out and, uh, and the only way they can negate that risk is to wear a mask because they care about people so much. But, you know, this reminds me of, of, you know, uh, something from the Bible, a little bit of text. When we hear people talk about, well, you need to do this because you need to think about what if you killed grandma? Well, some of us don't have grandparents anymore, by the way. Um, Thank you very much. We sure appreciate you pointing that out and reminding us. But to my point, you're causing much more of a risk to everyone around you by getting behind the wheel of your car than you are from not wearing a mask. And let me tell you why. Every single day, there are accidents, there are crashes, there are issues with people who are driving behind the wheel of their vehicle, who are distracted. You know, you hear stories all the time of these people who leave their children in their car. They kill their child because they forgot their child was back there because they're worried about who knows what, paying taxes or or paying the mortgage, or getting their hair done, or who knows what. Uh, We have people who are so worried about what's going on in their lives that they completely forget that they have their own child in the back seat. I'm not making light of that. I'm just saying we have some people who have issues 
maybe it's a temporary lapse of judgment. Maybe they had other things on their mind. I don't know. However, that puts people at risk. We have people out there who uh, are distracted behind the wheel. People who are looking at their phone, they're uh, sending text messages, they're playing around with their phone, they're messing with the radio, they're doing things that have nothing to do with navigating their vehicle. Am I saying that I have never done that? Absolutely not. I have I have messed with my phone before, and, um, you know, truck driving, that's, you call people left and right, that's what you do to pass the time, is talk to friends and family. Uh, but you need to know your limitations, and you don't do stuff like that whenever you're in traffic. That's something you could do at, you know, at night when there's no one around. That's something that you can do when uh, you're in an area where it's not heavily uh, traffic. There's not a, uh, a whole lot of people around. But what we have is people who could be in rush hour traffic and they're messing with their phone. They're sending a text or who knows what. We have too many people, by the way, who don't want to talk on the phone, which I don't get at all. Uh, if I have the opportunity to give you a call, I'm calling you. Uh, I know we have a lot of people who... Maybe they're not comfortable. I don't know, but they just, they'd rather send text messages that it is what it is. That's what people want to do. I, I don't care, but you know what, if you're behind the wheel of a vehicle, uh, you should not be messing with your, your, uh, your phone, especially if there are vehicles around other people on the road, sharing the road with you. Not only that, but we also have people out here that are driving around on tires, on tires that are worn out. Tires that are bald, tires that are old, they're dry rotted. They are, you know, the glue and the adhesives and the other uh, ingredients that, that go into making those tires are worn out. You know, there's too many people on the road who are traveling around with, with tires that should have been recycled long ago. And I say that because um, people don't seem to check the age of their tires. Maybe they don't know. Maybe they've never been told. But it seems very odd to me, and, and I spoke about a biblical text that I'll get to here in a minute. Um, but it seems very odd to me that the same people who seem concerned about us wearing masks, about the rest of us wearing a mask because they're afraid, they seem to have no trouble driving a car that's not safe on the highway. They seem to have no issue with merging onto interstate traffic, expecting other people to merge, by the way, when they're the one on the on-ramp. They're the one on the exit ramp and they're wanting other people to merge for them or to slow down or to speed up or to move over for them. You know, let's let's not kid ourselves here. We all know the rules of the road. We had to agree to those rules of the road whenever we got our license. I, I know some people don't realize that they say, well, I didn't know the law. Well, there is <laughs> ignorance of the law is no excuse. When you went to take your driver's license and you took that driving test, you told them that you knew the law of the road. You knew the rules of the road and you were to abide by that. Driving is a, uh, you know, it's a privilege, not a right. But with that privilege comes certain responsibilities. And I wanted to talk about tires in here specifically because when people want to talk about how I'm killing grandma or you're killing grandma or whatever it is, for one, they're not telling the truth because that's not what happens or is happening. And two, they seem to be very comfortable with telling you what you need to do with your life. But I would venture to say I could probably find somewhere in their life where they're putting other people at risk just as much as someone who is wearing the mask, most likely even more. And let me tell you why. According to Tire Rack here, 
it goes on here to to tell us how to you know to deal with tires how to find out the age of your tires and i'm not going to talk about that because i've already mentioned that but it shows you on their website on tirerack.com you can just search it's uh the article is determining the age of a tire and essentially it's telling you where to look where to find it it's a four digit number you can find that and you can see exactly how old your tire is Tires should be recycled after probably about seven years. That's seven years from manufacturer, not seven years from installation on your car. So if you get a tire that's already two years old because it's been sitting in a warehouse, uh, five years is really all that tire ought to be on your vehicle. This same thing goes for trailer tires, especially. A lot of people want to get these trailer tires and they say, well, there's still tread on those tires or it still has those little, those little nubs, those uh, little pieces of rubber hanging off of it. So it's a new tire. Well, you know, I have that in the back of my car. The spare tire in the back of my Audi is still brand new, if you want to look at it that way. The rim has never been out of the trunk of that car. It's a brand new, quote unquote, tire that has never touched the road. Never. That does not mean that that tire is safe, and I would not drive on that tire anyway. If I get a flat tire in my car, I'm calling a rollback. I am not going to put that tire on my vehicle. Uh, for one, because I don't trust it. And two, it's not safe. You know, people will say, whenever you say, hey, those tires are old, those tires need replaced. Someone will say, well, I'm willing to take that risk. Yes, but the fact is, and this is a quote from Louis Altazan uh, from this radio program I enjoy listening to. He said, you can't take that risk because it's not just you taking that risk. It's those other families on the road. So here's my point. We'll get to it very quickly. The point of this podcast is this. If you are telling me to wear a mask, if you are telling me that I'm hurting other people by my actions or inactions, let me remind you, you better have your life in order first. Do not tell me what I need to do whenever I'm sure I can find something wrong with you. And in the case of these tires, and this is not me trying to be rude, I'm just trying to bring to light, there are a lot of hypocritical people who are telling us to wear masks. And this is my point right here. Let's go to, uh, let's go to this article here. It's uh, utires.com. It says 19 tire blowout statistics and safety tips. So here you go. This is what I'm going to say, because this is where some of you all are, are dangerous. You and some of you might even be wearing your mask behind the wheel. I saw a woman driving her, it was a like a Jeep Cherokee, I believe it was, she had the windows down and her mask on and she was in the vehicle by herself. I, I don't know what to say about that. Is, is the air outside dangerous? So you have the, the mask on or is it not dangerous? So you have the windows down getting fresh air in, which is it? Why would you wear a mask with the windows down? It's just like the people who you see them, they're in the hospital, but yet what do they do? They walk outside so they can smoke a cigarette. They have emphysema or they have COPD or whatever. They have issues with their lungs. And what are they doing? They're smoking cigarettes. You, are, do you want to get better or do you want to get worse? Which do you want to do? Because you can't do both. And this is from a guy who needs to go on a diet. I'm perfectly willing to say that. But you know what? I'm not the one who's telling other people they need to put on a mask. I'm not the one who's telling people where they can and cannot go to. I want people to be able to go and do as they please for the most part. And I want the government to stick their nose and, you know, in the business of maybe Afghanistan or something like that, not under our, uh, you know, not putting their nose in our business. 
Seems to me we should have been paying more attention to Afghanistan, not less. Maybe if we weren't investigating Trump, maybe we would have done our job overseas. Just a thought for Biden. <clears throat> By the way, uh, let's get back to this article. Uh, so it says, number one, an average of 33,000 accidents happen annually because of tires, and that's according to the NTSB, and about 2,000 of those are blowout related. And you'll see this on a lot of tractor trailers, people who don't do a proper pre-trip on their truck, who start driving down the road on tires that are old, tires that are dry rotted, tires that are under or overinflated, usually underinflated, and they get too hot uh, because of that. Number two, it says tire blowout accidents are more common and more dangerous than you might think. One in every 270 crashes uh, each year was caused by a tire failure. That's uh, 11,000 of these each year. And, um, and that results in an average of 200 deaths a year. Now, you might say, well, Kevin, that's, that's only 200 deaths a year. There's been 600,000 deaths from COVID. And, and once again, I'll tell you, you don't know how many deaths are from COVID. We, we don't know how many deaths are from it. We know how many deaths are with it, or at least that's what they're telling us, but we don't know how many are actually from it. And, and mind you, this might seem like a, like I'm kind of picking at things here a little bit. Maybe I'm picking and choosing, but that's, if you get shot, if you physically get shot by a bullet, a bullet goes into your body. You didn't die from a bullet. That bullet is very small and it's traveling pretty quick. And it, if you're lucky, it might go out the other side. Um, but that bullet isn't what killed you. Most likely, if you do die, it's going to be from, uh, you know, blood loss. It's going to be from a punctured lung. It's going to be something from that aspect. It's not the bullet itself. Now, I know that's kind of you're saying, well, Kevin, you're just, you know, these are semantics. Well, no, they're not. It's true. Um, you know, it's, it's a matter of fact you didn't die from the gunshot. The gunshot brought on other effects that might have killed you. However, if you already are under hospice care, if you're under hospice care, you have a certain amount of time to live, uh, then perhaps if you get COVID at that point, maybe you were already on the way out. That is not a COVID death. It shouldn't be considered a COVID death. Now, could you have died with COVID? Absolutely. Did George Floyd die with COVID from all the info that I've read? Yes, but that did not mean he died because of COVID. That also didn't mean he died because of the the uh, knee on the back of his shoulder or on the side of his neck. Um, by the way, it doesn't take nine minutes to subdue somebody. Um, you know, I, people in the military can show you it takes half a second to knock somebody out. If you can cut off the blood flow to the brain, it does not take long at all to take somebody out. Uh, so whenever they, uh, I'm going down a, a, a rabbit hole here, I'm not going to try and do, um, everybody knows how I feel about St. George Floyd, but anyway, uh, let's get over to number three here. It says, uh, in 2017, two years after the study, there were 738 fatalities as a result of blown tires. So right there, if you want to talk about lives, we could save, we could save lives right there by having decent tires. You know, that's something that you should do is make sure that your tires are safe that they're in good shape, that they're not too old. You know, that's a responsibility that you have as a driver. Um, and not only that, let's talk about why it's dangerous. Because you just say, well, there's only so many deaths here. We'll just say it's 700 or 1,000 deaths, whatever. This is 738 as a result of uh, blown tires. It doesn't tell us how many deaths there are um, as far as that goes. But let's just say it's 1,000 deaths. You want to know what's sad? 
if somebody gets sick, they get sick and die. Welcome to welcome to Earth. You know, people have died from viruses. You play the game, uh, what is that, Oregon Trail? You died of dysentery. You know, people have been dying for generations, and we're going to die, you know, uh, until the end of time. That's what we do. We're all mortal creatures. We're not, are, we are not in immortal bodies currently. But I say that to say this. If you get into a car crash because you didn't check your tires, people want to say, how would you feel if you killed grandma? How would you feel if you took out a family of five because you didn't want to put new tires on your car? Because you didn't want to spend the money on that car. You didn't want to spend money on new tires yet because there's still tread left. How would you feel if you killed a family of five or a family of of however many? It doesn't matter. How would you feel if you took out a, a van load of Amish? You have a 14-passenger van and you just ran into them because you didn't want to put new tires on your vehicle? Come on, guys. As, as, our, as our acting president would say, come on, man. Come on, man. I've been watching videos here lately. I shouldn't. But, uh, but anyway, my point is this. Getting to the biblical text. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, you're a hypocrite. You are worried about the speck in someone else's eye when you have a beam, when you have a two by four or a four by four sticking out of your head and you're worried about the wee little speck in somebody else's eye. And that's how I view this whole thing with the masks. I know people say, oh, it's just a mask. Just wear a mask. Well, just put tires on your car. You, you know, the, the difference is I have the right to be free. I have the right to go places and to do things. I have the right to go into government buildings. I have the right to be places. I have the right to assemble. I have the right to be with friends and family and to go to their homes and to go to school and to do these things. I'm paying a great deal of money to go to Fairmont State. And I'll tell you what, Fairmont State does not have the right to tell me that I can't meet with fraternity brothers and sisters. Arbitrary numbers of, well, only 25 people can meet. No, that's not how things work. And that's not how it's going to work. Um, but on the flip side, if you're driving a car, it is absolutely your responsibility to maintain that vehicle. And if you don't maintain that vehicle, then you should uh, not only uh, should, but you absolutely, well, let me say it this way. Not only should you uh, fix those tires, but if you don't, and if you cause an accident, you absolutely should be held liable for those deaths or those injuries that you incur as a result of your negligence. If, if that's what we're going to do is blame people for other people getting sick because you didn't wear a mask, even though we know masks don't stop the virus, we know that. We've, we've heard it said many times that it's like trying to catch mosquitoes with a chain link fence. It doesn't stop the virus. So why are you trying to push the mask on me? And I know why you're doing it. It's about control. It's about conformity. You know, the nice thing about the United States of America and being an American is the fact that we like to kind of do our own thing. That's the beauty of the United States. If what I'm doing doesn't hurt you, you're not supposed to be sticking your nose in my business. However, what this mask mandate has done, and I'm sorry to keep mask, uh, <laughs> harping on these mask mandates and these uh, mask posts that get put on there. I know it's probably getting tiring for you all by now. But I'm doing this for a reason. 
you understand if, if people would step back and look at what's going on, if you want to go down a real rabbit hole, I think I've said that word, those two words like three times now, but if you really want to go down uh, a weird rabbit hole and you really want to see where I think this is going, and I might be completely wrong, but I'm probably not, go ahead and get on YouTube and look up the Chinese social credit system. Look it up. Just watch it and tell me what you think. Tell me you don't think that that is something that's happening here right now. Tell me you don't think that your own government is spying on you with your cell phones or with your internet at home or whatever, your TV, what you watch, the, the channels that you choose on Roku, all these things. Tell me you don't think the government is paying attention to you and your choices of entertainment and your choices of all these other things. And people say, well, I'm not that boring or, or well, I'm not that interesting. I'm kind of boring. Or other people will say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong, so I'm not worried. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're not doing anything wrong. If you go down the road and you have a police officer pull you over, it doesn't matter if you were doing nothing wrong. You are going to feel horrible when that police officer gets behind you and puts those lights on because you don't know what they know. You have no idea why they pulled you over. And you can say, well, I was in the right. It doesn't matter. And I tell you this, and this is not a knock on police officers, so don't take it this way, but it kind of is a knock on DOT officers. Um, I had been told at one point that you could get a ticket for a brand new tractor trailer uh, if you got pulled into a way station, something like that. And if they're having a bad day, they could find anything wrong. And I found out that that was true. Because a guy had a tractor trailer, brand new Peterbilt that had brand new airlines that had never been hooked to a trailer. It was being driven to go to the new owner, to the first owner. Those airlines on the back of the truck did not have a little plastic piece that would be there to keep those airlines together. And because of that, those airlines over time could chafe against each other and possibly, uh, possibly chafe on the catwalk. You could probably drive this truck for 200,000 miles and never chafe those lines enough to put that truck out of service or to cause an issue. But this driver put, or this DOT officer rather, put a truck out of service because of those plastic clips that were not on there. It's a brand new truck and they shut it down. So don't tell me that if a police officer or a DOT officer or whoever it is gets behind you and turns on your lights, that you're going to say, well, I don't feel bad. I didn't do anything wrong. No, that's a lie. Because as soon as that happens, you're going to have a pit in your stomach wondering what in the world just happened. Why am I getting pulled over? If you want to go down that hole, like I said, go check out the, the Chinese social credit system. Because I guarantee you, that is where we're heading. When you have people like Rahm Emanuel tell you things like, um, never, you know, never uh, throw away a crisis, never let a good crisis go to waste. And they said, because whenever that happens, and I'm pretty darn sure it was Rahm Emanuel, he said, because whenever that happens, you have the opportunity to do things that you might not have been able to do otherwise. Do you see what's going on? When we are bringing people from Afghanistan here to the United States who we don't know, we know nothing about them, we know nothing about their intentions, we know nothing about their morality, we know nothing about them other than they might have been friendly to us at one point. Why would you bring them to the United States? I don't care if they're just going to a military base. Why would you even bring them on our planet or on our country, on our soil here at home? You know, the thing that we we're always told is we're going over there to fight them there so they won't come here. Why are we bringing them here, Joe Biden? Why are we bringing people here? Why would we not take them to a nearby country?
why would we bring them from a country that is, you know, in the 600, in the 600s or 700 century, you know, they're nothing like us as far as how they live in their daily life. Nothing like us, nothing like us with their belief system, their morality, uh, the way that they view the world is completely different. So why would we bring them here? We saw what a small handful of people who did not like us were able to do on 9-11 nearly 20 years ago. Why would you give more people that opportunity? Please tell me that. Please explain that to me because I do not get that. And on, on another note, why in the world would you pull your military out of a country before you had all the Americans out of that country and not only Americans, but why would you pull your soldiers out before you bring the equipment home? Do you understand? It's not just the money that's invested in the vehicles. It's the technology. Why would we want our enemy of any sort to have a Black Hawk helicopter? Why would we want any of our enemies to have a Humvee or our weapons or our gear, uh, our helmetry that we, the helmets that we wear with the, with the night vision goggles, things of that sort that we left that is it's over there for the taking. Why would we do that? Do you understand that we just gave them a, a boost to their uh, morale by doing this? You know, those people in Afghanistan, the Taliban, honestly think that they beat us. And I kind of have to, as sad as it is, I have to laugh because Joe Biden told me that people like myself and other people who are upset with, with our, the way our leaders are running things, they said that we couldn't uh, stop their tyranny without uh, nuclear weapons and, and uh, F-15s. Well, the Taliban did it pretty well with goats and, uh, and AK-47s. Um, I'm telling you guys. You can't make this stuff up. You really can't make this stuff up. Um, we just have some very, very uh, simple-minded people running our government right now. And I cannot, but for the life of me, I cannot believe that anybody voted for this. I can't. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting to hear some people say, you know what, I messed up. I voted for this guy and it was a mistake. I don't know if anybody's going to be that honest. But I tell you what, I sure am missing the mean tweets right about now. I sure am missing the mean tweets because I tell you what, if we actually had a real president in the White House, these enemies of ours would not be doing what they're doing. But it is where we are. But like I said, guys, the reason I put this post up, and like I said, you can go, you can find the age of attire. It's very easy to do. One thing I'll tell you, because I found this out, sometimes because of the way the tire is mounted, you're going to have to turn the wheel on the car and maybe look at the other side of the wheel. It might be on the inside of the tire, uh, inside being towards the inside of the car, not inside the tire. You're not taking tires off. It's uh, They might have mounted it to where you have to turn the steering wheel left or right to kind of see on the other side of the tire what that age says, or you might have to crawl under there. But, uh, but guys, the whole post, yes, it's about tires. But that's, that's not the intention of this post. It was not about tires. Yes, I want you to change them, put new tires on. No, I don't have stock in a tire company. But it's, it's, a, matter of, um, of, it's a matter of being hypocritical. Don't tell me that I'm killing grandma when you're the one playing on your phone going down the road in heavy traffic. Don't tell me I'm killing grandma or the children 
whenever you are too afraid to get up to 70 miles an hour to merge with traffic. Don't tell me that I am the one causing the issues when you're the one who's driving around in a vehicle that is not safe. And lastly, don't tell me that I am the problem when you are sitting in the left-hand lane doing 65 miles an hour and you will not get over to let people pass you because you think it's your job to enforce the speed limit. That's the problem that we have, folks. We have too many, I, I've used the word before, we'll use it again, Karen's. I, I care for a lot of Karens. I'm just using the word. We have too many busybodies who are too worried about everybody else. And furthermore, let me say this. I think I've said this before, but maybe not. And this is from Michael Berry, and I completely agree. I don't drink alcohol, but we have too many blue-haired ladies. I'm sorry. It's what the truth is. There are too many blue-haired ladies that are worried that someplace, somewhere, somebody might be having a good time, that they might be drinking a beer, and, you know, that bothers a lot of people. But the fact of the matter is, it does not matter. If people want to go out and drink and, and do that, then that's fine. The thing is, do not get behind the wheel of a car. Do not put my life at risk because you chose to go and do that. That being said, if you are afraid to go out in, in uh, public, that's on you, not on me. And let me say this, and then we shall go because uh, I got to get some rest. So I had something here I was wanting to read to you real quick. And this, I believe, was from Ted Nugent. I have about one and a half minutes left, so let's do this. It says, why do I have to stay home just because you are scared? How about, scared, excuse me, how about you stay home? How about you stay in your house indefinitely? You wear a mask. You socially distance yourself from me. You avoid restaurants. You avoid baseball games. You stay off the roads. And you avoid malls and beaches and parks. I'm done playing your dumb game. I'm no longer going to be a prisoner of your fear. I'm no longer staying in my house or catering to you because you are scared. Your fear is not an excuse to destroy America. Your fear is not my fear. And your fear does not have the right to interfere with my life, my job, my income, or my future as a free American citizen. So he's absolutely right. If you are afraid of this, and I don't blame you if you are, because if you watch the news, they're going to make you think that we're all going to die from it. But you remember one thing. They told us in the beginning of this that even if everything went perfectly, we are going to lose between one to two million people. Even though they're padding the numbers, we're only at 600,000. Even though they're padding the numbers every which way they can. And some of these tests are coming back positive when they're never even used. By the way, look that up if you really want something interesting. People were using these tests on uh, on animals and sending them in. They weren't even using them on people, and they're coming back positive. So don't tell me that the numbers are not artificially inflated. Anyway, guys, go ahead and uh, you know shoot me a text, send me a message if you appreciated this. I'd love to hear from you. And check out my uh, Facebook post, uh, my page. I'm going to try and get it going here pretty soon, guys. So let's, uh, let's keep this rolling. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for stopping by.